Hey guys, what's up? This is Emily Rose Morrison, a.k.a. Emmy, and I am here with the best freaking podcast in the freaking universe. And we just watched Kill Bill 2, which was one of my favorite martial arts movies of all time. And I have a question for these lovely gentlemen, and that is, does Bill actually die at the end of the movie, and why or why not? Well, Emily, I have to believe that... Uh, I happen to believe that he did die because uh, they cut back to his body lying there at the credits, and I don't think anyone can play dead for that long. I <laughs> completely disagree. I think he's faking it. It's the only way to get off Beatrix's trail. So he's just going to lay down there for a while, wait till she's gone, and as soon as she's gone, just get up, get back to killing. Nothing ever happened. Guys. And he doesn't, he doesn't have to watch after his daughter either. Like, perfect, perfect <laughs> win. It's like, oh, thank God. That's a burden. That's... Steven, don't have kids. Um, <laughs> guys, we're, we're, we're looking over a, a huge factor here. This guy's like the king of the underworld. You know, he's got resources. He's got, like, limitless funds. I'm thinking he probably at some point went into the black market, bought himself another heart. So he's got two hearts, guys. It's, it's simple as that. He just... Played dead for a little while. He's like, oh, thank God I installed he, that he other was prepared. <laughs> he was prepared for everything. Yeah. You're telling me he wasn't exactly. prepared for the, the five-fingered death punch of... Of fury? Of fury? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so here's, here's the other main thing that you guys are glossing over. He's an old guy, and what do old guys need? Naps. He was just taking a nap. <laughs> I thought you were going to say life alert because he fell over. <laughs> That's a valid answer, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Life alert. Divvy up some. Do any of us get points? I, you all, uh, <laughs> I, I worked <laughs> no, at one point for life alert. Okay, so you just brought up a lot of really oh, traumatic wow. memories. <laughs> Anyways, um, you all get like a billion internet points. Except, wow. Except, except. But what do they translate to in real points? Well, nothing because they're like not real. It's like internet karma on Reddit. Like yeah. they're just like floaty things in the air. It's like you can like, tell Like do you people, guys want to win? Like you just yeah. you just like oh, we destroyed our entire existence. <laughs> hey guys, your points mean nothing. Yeah, for, what? pretty pretty much. That's that's life, man. Get used to it. It's like you can <laughs> say I have these points, but you're just going to end up sounding like a douche in regular conversation. Okay, okay, okay. We'll we'll break it down. I'll give like real people points, right? Okay. Right? Right? Go one by one. I'm going to give you 5 points out of 10. That's Ryan. That's Ryan. I'll tell you. Oh, to Ryan. Sorry. <laughs> you. Point, five points. Point. Our you. listeners at home five can't points. see who you is. <laughs> wow. Okay. Ryan, you get five points out of 10. Steven, you get nine points out of 10. Ooh. I will tell you guys why. <laughs> Shall I look? It's, wow. Okay. James. Mm. His name is James Cameron, the greatest pioneer. Anybody see that South Park episode? <laughs> yeah. Anybody? No? South Park, right? Probably, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Good grief. Uh, you get uh, you get eight points. Oh, yeah, sweet. eight points, and you get eight points too. Perfect. Um, Who's you in this case? Who? Wait, which? Where? Well, Michael? Said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, you wish. We're gonna get you used to this thing. Use, hey, use. Okay, so this is why, and this is all like a giant Reddit theory. Okay, so after the point, in the first one, okay, Beatrix makes her last kill when the kid walks in and sees that her mother was just killed. After that point, she doesn't kill anybody else, even if they deserve it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so taking that into consideration, if you actually count the number of hits at the end during the five point palm finger whatever um <laughs> she actually hits him six times and if you count the shift in his weight he steps six times and right before that they had been playing dead they'd been playing around they'd been like acting like they were mm. dead this is a whole long drawn out theory and there's like a whole bunch of other stuff here that i need to have you guys read mm. but rewatch the movie and like think of it in an entirely different way and then yeah wow so it's it's like 10 billion pages long. I'm convinced. I, I mean, he already had a second heart, I'm but I'm convinced. So. But in the beginning, I thought, oh, yeah, he's he's got to be dead. And then I like started reading about it because I'm <laughs> obsessed and there's something wrong with me. And I was like, oh, God, maybe he's not. <laughs> but now they can't make another movie because he's actually really actually dead. Yeah, that sucks. <sighs> well, welcome to From Under a Rock. <laughs> <laughs>
The podcast where we sit around, is that right? No, 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 okay. Michael. Okay. The podcast where we watch movies that you should have seen by now, bringing you out from under the proverbial rock. I am Ryan Evans. I'm Steven Zarita. I'm James McAnally. I am Michael Ornelas. And you already introduced yourself a little bit, but uh, <laughs> we are joined by a very special guest, Emily Rosemores. I am special indeed. No, he said very special. Most very of the guests special? just get special. You're very special. Oh, okay. In parentheses, special. <laughs> really hope our other guests aren't listening. Right? Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're not. Are you it's kidding? Like, oh, no, come of course on. <laughs> <laughs> My own dad won't listen. Oh, oh, oh. Do you want to talk about dad? Shame. You okay? No. <laughs> Emily, now we know your name, but uh, who yes. are you exactly? I am me. I'm sitting here wearing it. Mm, aren't we all? Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are all her. The greatest question. Very we are, we are all um, Okay, I'm, I'm assuming you are asking what I do, which is a really, really long, drawn-out thing. Um, I do music. I do stunt work and martial arts. I've been a martial artist for the past 20 years. Um, and I do lots of other stuff, too. I like playing video games and comic books and watching movies and being weird. What's your favorite game? Of all time. Of all time. Oh, it's a really... Oh, well, okay, Final Fantasy VII. Yes. Most recently, Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Yes. Uh, because okay. it's like crazy. But I mean, I've been pretty <laughs> pretty deep in Destiny right now. Nice, nice. My Good level choices 34 Titan. Around. I would tell you my favorite games, but I'm not the very special guests. So. I'm actually playing Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, no, right one, no one cares. Oh, wow. Nobody cares. Going back <laughs> in time. <laughs> well, awesome. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you... Uh, we... we uh, you graciously agreed to come on our podcast and kind of close out our martial arts cycle. It actually uh, wasn't with, with graciously. Kind of we had to argue. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come there on were, the podcast. She's like, I really I don't know pulled. you that well. But yeah. <laughs> Emily, I implore you to reconsider. I, <laughs> <laughs> I would give you a point for that, Ryan. But oh, I can't. thank you. <laughs> but it's not your, all right. Not your I will take. give Ryan a point. Oh, hey, all right. Oh, oh, can no, we just can we down. just foist off points to other people? <laughs> <laughs> like he should be getting a point for that. <laughs> I, think I, we I do don't that every time. I don't quibble for my own points, but I have no problem with other people suggesting that. <laughs> yeah, I can you know what? Us. You're a modest guy. You should give him another. Point. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Take another point. Uh, <laughs> I humbly, I humbly take point. this extra point. For being <laughs> Man, you're up so, to seven. Now you're milking it. So why, why? If you want to give me another point for milking it, why Kill Bill Volume Two? Why is this a must see? It's really funny because I. Have not seen uh, volume two in a while, mm-hmm. and when I think of Kill Bill, I think of both movies combined, and all the action is well, okay, ninety percent of the action is in the first one, mm-hmm. so that makes volume number two kind of weird to watch in like a group environment because yeah. there's so much silence, so it's easy for us to mystery science theater three thousand it yeah. like constantly, um, like going off on a tangent about like. <laughs> What we should call it when we kick a girl in the private. Yes, exactly. Mm. That was one of my favorite moments. Do we arrive at a conclusion? There were, uh, there were a lot of... Really I, like, I was partial to vagina redesigner. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I'm one. sorry, but cunt punt was the best. Cunt punt. <laughs> That's an established thing, though. <laughs> I'm like, are you going to have to bleep that out? Or is this nah. Nope, probably right? won't. No. Yes. Nope. <laughs> my publicist is going to love you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your publicist just <laughs> like, is like, God, I, love, I hope she can go somewhere you, and drop C-bomb. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I want for her. A lot. Yeah, you're, you're right, though. That it's, um, I hadn't seen volume two in a while and uh i was i i was kind of having trouble remembering what all happened mm-hmm. um because the main thing that pops into my head is the whole pi may uh, yeah thing. the pi the pi may training sequence is the best and the, i think one of my favorite parts of volume two is when bill goes off on his monologue about superman and clark Kent i love and how I, that was my superman. favorite part as well yeah yeah that's because we're awesome obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, it's like, I don't know. It just really it's appealed a, to me. So that's why you chose part two over part one because of those quieter moments or? Um, not not because of the quieter moments. Just because of that specific one? I actually kind of thought there were more action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you still got the, the sword fight in the RV. Yeah. And, and but honest, I mean, Crazy 88. It's the, yeah, you missed that. Yeah, you missed the, the fight with Lucy Liu. You missed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would rather watch a movie, though, that delves into like the exploration of character yeah then it does being like just you know big action pieces but leaves things like unwrapped up kind of like the first volume does because first volume happened with knowledge that there would be a second volume so it's a less Mm -hmm. conclusive movie yeah and they might be making the prequel now i hear right they've been talking about a third one for a long time nikki the daughter coming back Mm -hmm. eventually um he's still wrapping up hateful eight though so mm-hmm. maybe after that he, he also said that. he might be 
retiring relatively soon. Don't as say well. that. I, I have also heard him say that he may go way beyond 10 films. Yeah. Really? I, okay. I heard the 10 films thing. But he Well, I'm sure, you know, what's his name? Soderbergh has said he's retired for his last 10 movies. Yeah. And he keeps coming back. So, <laughs> uh, just because you say something doesn't mean it's going to happen. Tar- Tarantino can be an eccentric guy. Oh yeah, so. oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. To say no, um, him eccentric. <laughs> no, no. Oh yeah, mu- actually, I'm sorry. He's very level-headed. He's completely <laughs> normal. He loves feet. He does love feet. He, he does love feet. feet and gray face. We were talking about that during the movie. Well, Not no cool. context Not whatsoever. Cool. When she okay, when yep, she digs herself it. out of the grave and mm. she's covered in dirt. We, I don't know who said it first, but okay, it, it was, was Michael. Michael. It was Michael. <laughs> credit Thank where credit you. is due. Um, <laughs> if you want to, we were offended by her gray face because yeah. she was gray, and that led into a really long discussion about gray face. Which Just let people, which let, isn't let a gray thing, people work. By the way. Yeah, let gray yeah. people work. There are plenty like, yeah. of gray actors out there. Yeah, I know gray, they should have gotten a gray, gray actor actors. for that yeah. moment. I briefly mentioned before this movie <laughs> uh, that uh, whenever we were doing our favorite movies of all time cycle. Uh, I ended up going with Magnolia, but uh, Kill Bill Volume 2 was in hot contention. And the reason I decided not to go with it is because, oh, it's a sec- the second part of something. Would we have to watch both, or would we have to watch the first one first? Yes, Michael? Uh, so, Emily sounds not remorseful, but like, <laughs> like oh, maybe I should have picked Volume 1, but you're very specifically saying Volume 2. What is it about Volume 2 to you that makes it it's, in your top? It's movies? exactly what we were... Uh, what you were talking about the uh, the choir character developing moments and scenes like the uh, uh, the alter egos monologue or actually my favorite part of the movie is uh, the whole sequence after she gets buried alive and they cut to a flashback of her learning the uh, the one inch punch mm-hmm. and then cut back to the present and she's utilizing it using it to yeah. break out of her premature burial I thought that's one of my favorite scenes of all time. That whole sequence is one of my favorites of all time. I noticed in this movie, everyone who talks and has a monologue has something interesting about the way they talk, their accent, the tone, their mannerisms, or they're just saying something so interesting. I I think that's a very distinctive Tarantino ish thing uh, where, you know, it's so easy to write characters and uh, have them all sound very similar Looking at Aaron Sorkin, for example, everything he writes. <clears throat> that guy. <laughs> um, but I, I really love uh, Tarantino's. Uh, the nuances. The nuance, how he takes every little opportunity to flesh out a character, mm-hmm. whether it's from the way they talk, um, the something they stroke their beard, something they, yeah, a prop that they have Everybody in the scene, strokes their beard in the way a way. character strokes his beard, I the way um, characters stroke their beards. The way the character strokes yeah. his beard, yeah. for example. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's... The way the beards look. I think... And are stroked. I think Tarantino has some of the best modern... Uh, beard stroking. Character... <laughs> uh, character... Nuance character beard development. Back and forth. And beard back and forth. Um, yeah, I, uh, I agree. Like, um, every character had... Um, uh, this is a Save the Cat reference, um, a screenwriting book. Um, spoiler. That's for those spoiler. of you who haven't read the book. Um, <laughs> No, but they, you know, he talks about like having every character have like a limp and an eye patch, which is essentially yeah. saying have each character be unique and yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting and something about them that kind of, you know, makes them jump off the page. And I feel like Tarantino is is really good at writing characters that have some, even like the, like the tertiary characters that just like come in for like a quick line. They're like, oh, hey, what's up? I've got this crazy mustache and then they walk away or something. <laughs> the, oh, uh, hey, what's the, up? I have a chin strap beard. <laughs> the, uh, the strip club owner yeah. who has a very long scene. He's, he's really not an important character at all, yeah. but he has a very but long memorable. scene. Yeah. And he's very memorable yeah. and he's... Yeah, I just loved his quite office. Quite a fleshed out character. You know? He's like, it's his such a low tech office. What year does this movie take place in? There's a, it's like, I don't know. Google it. There's a flip phone. <laughs> I don't know, probably, there is a flip phone. It's probably, it's probably like the year about it came the time out. It yeah. came out. Yeah. 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 So flip I was going to, I was going to say there's not much technology, but I, I don't know. I just loved his office. Cause he was like, let me look at the calendar and he doesn't, the scene <laughs> would have been so, time, calendar time. <laughs> it would have been so boring if he just pulled up a computer, but he like scratches out <laughs> or he just like pulls out the, an yeah. iPhone. Let me look at the calendar. Is it, sorry, is it too late to, um, Go over this movie in broad strokes yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Can you give sure. us uh, just a, a brief synopsis, Emmy, of, of what happens in this movie? Oh, for 
very First of all, like we were saying, it's a Quentin Tarantino-directed film. It came out in 2003, I believe you were saying. Ish. I, I, uh, 2004. 2004. Yeah. I think volume one was at the beginning. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if you really uh, want to hear starring, my synopsis. Starring Uma Thurman <laughs> as, as the bride and David Carradine as Bill. And yeah, go ahead if you want to. Okay, this is my brief synopsis. Yeah, you guys yeah. can give a way better one when I'm done. But nah, basically, Beatrix, the bride, um, ends up getting shot up by her not really boyfriend, who You're is nailing Bill. This I know, I know. <laughs> this is this just gets so much better. And she doesn't know that her baby's gone. She ends up in a coma, and then all this killing happens. And then she finds Bill, and she kills him, like the title suggests. Or does she? Or does she? Thank you. According to the fans, he's just napping. That was my terrible synopsis. I think it works. No, that was yeah. great. I I that's mean, really the. I give it a six. I kind of like. I give it a six. A. Like four. It's maybe. not terrible. I'm awarding points, so I give myself a four. There you go. There you go. That doesn't yeah. have a point value, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it does to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's real oh. to me, Tammy. It's real to me. <laughs> it's okay. I'll take away some points. <sighs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all I need. So yeah, this, um, while the second movie uh, doesn't have quite as much martial arts as the first one, but yeah, this movie does fall in line <laughs> with uh, early 20th century uh, Asian revenge flicks, which also feature heavily feature uh, martial arts primarily, mm-hmm. predominantly. This definitely had the tropes, even if it didn't have as much action. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it totally qualifies. Though, though the first one movie. certainly does. And yeah. one, and, and I realize that, you know, Paime is... is Chinese and et cetera and so forth. Um, however, the wooden block that she is hitting in uh, Okinawan martial arts is referred to as a makiwara. And uh, growing up, my uh, my cousin Susan, who has a dojo in San Francisco, was one of the, actually, I think she was the first female black belt in Shorin-ryu. She trained in Okinawa. Like, this is like some heavy shit. I was like, I ain't kidding. She's like <laughs> 80 awesome. now. And when she talks to you and she gets excited, she uses martial arts movements. Like she will like <laughs> accidentally <laughs> she will, like, knock bring you out, out a block and just be like, yeah, this is great. I know <laughs> nobody can see what I'm yeah. doing, but it's, it's amazing. But she always used to say, you know, if you have a problem, more Makiwara. Doesn't matter what the problem is. More Makiwara. Guys, I know you couldn't see the martial arts she was doing just now, but she was just it was kicking fantastic. all it was great. of us in the yeah, head. Yeah, I just repeatedly. did like a triple backflip. Uh, my dad trained with her at one point, and he didn't last long. He told me that. <laughs> he oh, told wow. me that. Because it's, you know, it's it's serious. It's not like, it's not competition. It's not for sport. It's... Life. You know, it's it where is. martial arts originated. Yeah. It's, it's the beginning when it was meant to kill people. <laughs> Where it wasn't like, it's like, yeah, you, you can definitely kill somebody with this. It's like, go do whatever you want, yeah. rather than the whole mentality that is sort of like, well, I don't know, is that is that really like a Western mentality thing? It's like, you, mu- you must only use it for self-defense and yada, yada, yada. Well, I mean, the whole, the whole advent of, I don't want to say advent of MMA, but, you know, MMA coming into the scene, it's, it's really interesting to see how things have changed because I've always been in the traditional martial arts and just thinking of mixed martial arts as... Uh, kind of as its own art but it's not really an art and I'm probably offending a million people by saying that Mm -hmm. but it doesn't teach the same values and philosophies as Mm -hmm. a lot of the traditional martial arts you just like you just like psychically we actually said things to me we We uh, had what was that warrior which is all about UFC yeah Uh, MMA MMA yeah that's right MMA and I mean, yeah. I have I have a lot yeah. of respect for those guys. Yeah, you know, they and do. What they have they so much do. skill it's, and it's everything, different. but like those values and and they just yeah. aren't really there. They're well, not necessarily yeah. well, but not in the same way. It's well, not a lot like of the UFC guys have trained yeah. in traditional martial right, arts. Right. Yeah, they start. But, but there's a lot of gyms popping up that tout training in MMA, and it's like a brawl. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just fighting. It's, it's, it's like okay, do whatever you can do within you know the rules of the sport. So no eye gouging. You know, don't rip somebody's nuts off. That's not allowed. <laughs> but you know, elbows to the face are fine. Yeah. You know, but just in traditional martial them. arts, removing a guy's nuts is totally okay. Well, if in self defense, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah you Anything do all goes. the things. No, I I took taekwondo for uh, several years as a child, but I was like too young to really realize what I was doing, and <laughs> nothing was like like full contact. Mm-hmm. But like I would be realizing that like I, I realized like 
several years later that they were like teaching me to punch down and I was like oh and then when they say groin they mean the nuts <laughs> so I was like oh they were just teaching me how to like wreak havoc on another person's yeah. groin yep that's good that they taught you that a lot, yeah. of, sc- a lot of schools kind of just give out black Shy belts away. for grades yeah. and that pisses me off well I was Ain't I was cool. already a fourth yeah. degree black belt before they even brought that up oh, <laughs> oh okay okay so you got good grades about, in school like, is what you're telling yeah. me yeah. Yeah. like three months in fourth degree black belt uh, a few weeks you, were, weeks you were eight years old right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have kicked your ass <laughs> oh yeah yeah um I want to so- talk real quick about um that whole part with uh Pai Mei um there was a lot of camera play that um, also was indicative of um, like old kung fu movies. I think like with those mm-hmm. the quick zooms oh, in yeah. and out and mm-hmm. the focus rack focus. Um, Ryan Ryan said it during uh, right after the bride breaks out of the grave and like kind of scurries up and then mm-hmm. sticks her hand out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's like a zombie movie. And he was like, he, Tarantino is a fan of genre and like that yeah. Is yeah, totally supportive of that. What's well, like it's kind of like scene. only in that section do you see that sort of camera work and yeah. then like it was, it was shot completely different or yeah. ed- edited completely different shot differently yeah it was a really cool presentation kind of seeing it break away from it yeah okay. i mean as far as like just doing obscure stuff too tarantino loves putting like i'm pretty sure all the music is from other films yeah mm-hmm. um yeah a lot of that stuff is really old yeah and mm-hmm. i feel like that's kind of been his thing for a while too uh, if I may here, we got an email from one <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Uh, Matt. Matt. Matt wrote in uh, to ask us what we thought about uh, Tarantino's uh, educational upbringing, his film education upbringing. He says, Quentin Tarantino learned everything he knew about the film while working at a video store. Mm-hmm. He's since made his own style based on uh, all that he watched and has become a master filmmaker. There's got to be tons of people who have done the same and obsessed over their favorite films and tried to become filmmakers without any proper education, but we don't hear much about them. Instead, today's filmmakers have mostly been college educated. So what do you think the deal is? Did he just obsess the most about films or is he some savant with a prodigy brain trapped inside a very oddly shaped skull? Do you think his films... Do you think his films would you have... get 10 points. <laughs> yeah. Matt, you Matt. get 10 points. So, points, so technically he's officially in the lead. I'm just going to say. He's ahead of me. Uh, do you think his films would be any different had he gone to film school? And most importantly here, guys, pay attention. If he were to walk through the streets of Compton and use the N-word in conversation, <laughs> would he get shot immediately? He may be the one. Guy. If they know <laughs> who he is, he may guy. get away with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, if like if they say, "Holy shit, that's Quentin Tarantino," it's a different story. Yeah. Like, if they just the think he's some white guy, he'd like walk like, around. Compton. I feel like that's Especially something he says anyway. Face right? too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, addressing the actual question, I know uh, Kevin Smith actually had a very similar upbringing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, shot clerks in like the convenience store and video store that mm-hmm. he worked in. And that that's what inspired him. And I would argue he's a better director than Quentin Tarantino. Dun, dun, uh, I don't know dun. about that. I'm completely I don't know about I'm that. completely dun, dun, kidding. Dun, dun. I do have a soft spot for Kevin Smith. So though. nobody <laughs> dove I across you were the serious table to strangle him. You just like, you came this close, man. <laughs> <laughs> you came this close. Did you feel a heart punch coming on? Yeah. 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 Uh, strike. And Michael collapses on the floor. <laughs> it's, it's, that's tricky because I feel like it's probably like um, uh, a little of all of the above. Um, cause like he is obviously an obsessive sort and, uh, and a person who like, is, like I mentioned before, it can be pretty eccentric and especially working at a video store and as being able to like fucking take home barrels full of movies yeah. and watch all of them, which is a really inefficient method of carrying movies. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? You close it up and then you roll. <laughs> Shut up, Michael. <laughs> um, but anyway, oh, yeah, I thought you said barrows, like barrows. With wheels on them. <laughs> wheelbarrows. <laughs> He's like wheelbarrowing out of the store with full he of took, VHS. I mean, what, regardless of how he got the films to his house, he got them there. What if he um, just watched them at the video? Yeah, store? they have like a move, like Do a TV and blind. I'm sure they have bags that you can. I'm sure they have bags that you can carry videos yeah. out in. Don't bags be, back in bags. those days. You're yeah. so arsed. I don't know about that. Don't be so new bags. agey, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't just, know what my point was anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think you uh, lost your. I'm just saying that, like having having absorbed so much and like knowing exactly what he loved and what his passion was, like I think it's only a matter of time until like he understood inherently, like everybody is film literate that grows up in in America, but like having seen so many obscure films to the classics, um, just being able to pick up on what makes a good shot and what makes a good continuity and editing and 
and you all can that. you can kind of compare it to like like a mechanics mentality. He's the type of guy who would like to take something apart to see how it works and then put it back mm-hmm. together so he can make one of his own. And that's exactly what he did with movies. He's mm-hmm. figured out how so many different genres work and he's so good whenever he chooses a genre to make it. Although mm-hmm. lately, like since Kill Bill, he's just like, I want to do revenge movies. <laughs> one who set doesn't? during World War II, one set during Slave Days. But yeah. like, yeah. I mean, he's all, all of the movies that he does are very indicative of his personality. It's like, you know when you see a Michael Bay movie. You know mm-hmm. when you see a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. When Christopher Walken talks, you know it's Christopher Walken. Mm. And that's not something that every director has, is like that signature way that of... Voice. Yeah, that it's it's amazing. I feel like a lack of proper education forces that sort of uniqueness yes. to come through because, like, you know, I actually just got done reading Robert Rodriguez's book um, or his journal, uh, Rebel Without a Crew, which is the making of El Mariachi, and <clears throat> and you know, it, it's like everybody was watching this and uh, um, was like, "How'd you do this?" You know, it's like mm-hmm. such a unique style, and he's just like, "I just, you know, it was I was forced to create yeah. something." Uh, unlike what anybody would have taught me in a formal education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think film school definitely does kind of homogenize you a little bit. There's like a, a certain path to making a movie in film school. Yeah. And a lot of the things that Quentin Tarantino would like to do with, you know, how he loves his genre and copying a style, a lot of, you know, my film classes would have said, okay, no, no, do your own thing. When really your own thing is more of just kind of the standard way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, the film school idea is you, they teach you the standards. So now you have a base to, you know, branch off from. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I don't see him in a film school setting if he had gone that route. I, no. I think he would have just done his own thing and maybe just be one of those people who quit and, you know, used his tuition yeah, to make I mean, a movie instead. He, had, yeah. he probably would have dropped out. Yeah. It's just that kind of personality. Yeah. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of the elements that make a Tarantino film a Tarantino film? Awesomeness. Okay. Highly stylized action mm-hmm. sequences and um, the blood. Like when it's not black and white, heavily saturated colors, I feel like is mm-hmm. also a big thing. Uh, character expl- uh, exploration through dialogue, definitely. He mm-hmm. he will have a scene last five minutes longer than most uh, people would educate yes. you to have a scene <laughs> go. Just so you get like, you leave a scene with the feeling he wants you to have about a character. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's number one for me. Yeah, yeah. Is no, that me too. His, his movies have much fewer scenes than your average movie would have, and they're much longer. Mm-hmm. And they're all just chock full there's of... There's actual depth in them. Dialogue, yes. There's lots <laughs> one of One of my favorite scenes um, ever from one of his movies was the bar scene in Inglorious Bastards. And that oh, scene went on yeah. forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you're riveted the entire well, like, time. It's There's electric. so much tension. Yeah. Yeah. That movie is basically just like five long scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this movie's kind of like that, too. And it even separates into chapter eight, chapter nine, yeah, this, ten, this eleven finale. Four chapters. Four and chapters. even uh, Inglorious Bastards to a certain extent, but especially Reservoir Dogs, mm. uh, could almost just be a stage play. It's yeah. Very, it's yeah. very... Mm. Uh, Economical. It's, <laughs> It's very, it's staged very much like a proscenium, you know. The mm-hmm. riveting drama, like that's what he can capture so well, like in everything. And that's yeah. like why it could be a stage play mm-hmm. is because when you're watching something in theater, it better be good or your audience will get up and leave, <laughs> yeah. period. Especially if like a scene drags. But I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. He's he's a writer. And I think like the original, um, I think the original screenplay for Django was something like 300 pages. And they're like, you got to cut that shit down, dude. (laughs) But like he writes to excess and then, you know, cuts out all the fat. So it kind of speaks to that in, uh, in this movie, we got to the scene where the bride gets to Bill's house and you guys are like, oh, we're almost at the end. I was like, guys, there's 45 minutes left. You're like, no, well, no, this, the, is the, this is the last scene. It, it was, was on like, the patio. No, it was the which last is the scene, same yeah. place. So we were like, I was thrown for a loop there, but yeah, it, it was the end. It's just the end. It's a very long end. Yeah, end. it takes a while. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, um, that might be another thing that makes a Tarantino movie the just being long, going too long. <laughs> yeah. Not going too long, but just being long. It, the end is it's longer, longer than, than it could be. Yeah. I definitely felt like most other directors, I mean, you were just saying the scenes go on longer than they should be. So that way you can get more of a feel for the characters. But I think you could easily condense this movie down. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing for this movie because it's still very you know, riveting and entertaining. But you could definitely condense it down and it would still be a great movie. 
With, but it would probably be more uh, homogenized. Yeah. I don't think it would yeah. have that Tarantino It wouldn't have his, his yeah. layer. Yeah. One thing that he did really well, I noticed early on, and someone joked earlier that he loves his feet. But in the first <laughs> no, scene... No, not a joke. <laughs> not yeah, a joke. No, I know, I know. Well, I'm about to reference it. No, the, the scene where Beatrix is doing her wedding rehearsal mm-hmm. and she sees Bill outside there on either side of the door and then the camera keeps cutting to their feet walking closer to each other. And that built so much tension as they got closer and closer and eventually face to face because you're remembering all their history. And it's been like a, 10 years since I've seen Kill Bill, either of the movies. So, you know, I, I just remember that, oh, Bill was a, uh, he's an assassin. Not he's a very mystery. dangerous man. And he's going to, he's going to shoot her. We know already like he's going to shoot her in this scene. So that just built the tension so well, I thought. And then it made for I leaned forward in my seat. Everything they said, I'd listened to very closely. I was wondering, like, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And it's so interesting that they're so nice, but kind of standoffish mm-hmm. to each other yeah. the entire time. Made for a great dynamic. That scene was very surreal as well, because uh, spatially, it doesn't really make sense uh, why they need to take more than two steps to be next to each other. Right. You know, it, it doesn't look like they're that far away yeah, at they, all. Yeah, they could... They're about as far but away get, as, as Michael and I are right now. We could like hear each other but fine. But they each take three or really four steps, though. and it just kind of adds to the the whole dreamlike quality of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And to to paint a picture for everyone listening, Stephen and I like I could take one and a half steps and kiss him right on the mouth. So that's about how close we he's are. tried. I bet you how could do it. No, I, I think it would take at least two and a half. Let's yeah. try this out. Right. Two and a half. Okay. Oh. It wouldn't yeah. be the first time. <laughs> We're not filming, Michael. Wait, two. I need to get my camera. Oh, like, he's going in for the kiss. Wow. That was wow, least, that was that was at least two and a half. That was not very passionate, though. No. You get negative two points <laughs> yeah. for that. I'm oh, sorry. Wow. I completely... <laughs> All right. can, can he get some points taken away for blocking it with his hand? Actually, he, was he, gets, not very he receptive. gets plus two. Okay, oh, Steven, wow. You get plus two for being clever enough to block it with yeah. your hand. That's I knew it was clever You get enough. minus two. Okay, listen. You that know was a point set. No means no, dude. He leaves the points off. Yes, no means no. Thank you. That's there we the, go. That's the motto. That's our podcast motto, actually. <laughs> no, no means no. Means no. no. Yeah. Hey, guys, you want to do a podcast? No. No. Yeah. no. What does no. that mean? <laughs> no. Well, Ryan. <laughs> Please tell me more. Um, what, what, I, I'm trying to think of like one of my other favorite sequences because definitely like the Pi May is like the one that sticks out the most. But I feel like there was another scene where I was like, oh shit, I forgot about this and like got really excited. And I think it was the the samurai sword fight in the RV. Um, oh, oh that yeah. was the one I remember the most. Because yeah. I, I actually like had completely forgotten about that until like she came to that location. I was like, oh yeah, With that's this. Super flying sidekick. Yeah, and then the- I remember that she like plucks her eyeball yeah. out. I was like, oh my God, that's gross, but it's yeah. awesome. I had forgotten <laughs> about that. That was really gross. <laughs> Even when I saw it the first time, I kind of knew it was going to happen because... You're in that extreme close-up, and you can really just see her eye, her one eye, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's wonder what would happen as soon as you think. I, I wonder if she, if she just plugged one. the other one out. And speaking of feet, we get to see her eyeball get squished between. Yeah. Those oh, that's right. Toes. That's yeah. right. Gross. Wow. It's all about the feet. So all gross. about that feet. About that. Oh wow! I was no still crying. The black mama didn't bite anybody because she was like monologuing for a while and like fighting in the RV. I was like, surely this thing. Would've... Yeah, but the black mamba knew that the black yeah. mamba was coming. It's like you're the black mamba. To take I'm not care gonna, of I'm not black mamba business you at all. Yep. You're you're my namesake. That's right. <laughs> Got to stick right. together. That's why it kind of like. Did that He's little like, motion right. thing at her and was like, "Yeah, I'll take care of this." For now. <laughs> got I got it. you. I got you. Yeah. You get out of here, <laughs> <Nice>. crazy cat. <laughs> Speaking of homegirl with the eye patch, <laughs> I really like. Probably my favorite scene was the one where she gives the guy the money with the black mamba in it, and mm-hmm. and then proceeds to read to him. Yes, how he is about to die. I love that. Like, just like memorize he, your lines. Come on, she's yeah. reading her lines right off a of notepad. Yeah. Very unprofessional. How could she? I, I, I get the part. But yeah, yeah it was. Just, I I was like, wow, that's hilarious. That she's essentially just like, okay, well, here, I like here's that. what you're about to experience. That's one of those that interesting in things about like when people are talking. It's just interesting, and that's another great example of that. I love that. Yeah, I. I yeah, I feel like there's uh there th- that sort of thing happens in in some anime. other movies. Yeah, maybe <laughs> anime, anime or something. But I was just thinking like this feels like a, an exclusively Tarantino thing. But I feel like I've also seen it in in other stuff. Like, let me explain like yeah. what's gonna happen. Um, but but it did really they makes... write it down in a tiny notebook? No, they didn't. And then you know read it and as the person was dying of the thing. I mean that was yeah. very artistic and a really morbid 
terrible, amazing way. But I mean, that's like Make something that like, <laughs> no, that's something that like each scene, though, I feel like is very strong because it has some weird contrast or dynamic that makes it like interesting. Like there's no flat scenes. Yeah. Despite the fact that they go so long, um, which is also something that I really appreciate when watching Tarantino films. Yeah, and uh, he does have these long stretches of dialogue, which are quite complex, but he doesn't make them complex by uh, using a lot of flowery words and, you know, $5 words or anything. You know, again, look, It's very colloquial. Look, again, looking at you. That's a $5 word. Looking at you, Aaron Sorkin. But yes, he, he does keep it very colloquial. 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 Bill uses a little bit more of an advanced vocabulary. But I mean, that's just because Gargantuan. that's who he is. But that's a character choice. Yeah, yeah, that's just Gargantuan. See, Never even, get a chance to use that. Was, that was my next point. Whenever he does use a... Uh, $5 word like gargantuan they they hang a lantern on it they they yep. take a second to point it out and say yeah. oh you don't get to use that word very often <laughs> <laughs> let's pat ourselves on the back for yeah. uh, including that in our yeah, script yeah. <laughs> he's probably like suffering from like some serious writer's block and he's like what's the word what's the word uh, gargantuan yes I came up with it I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, writing that in I'm, I'm, I'm gonna write that word in I'm gonna write something that explains what that word is <laughs> yeah yeah his uh his way of writing dialogue is the most like relatable thing when you're an audience member. Like you can watch Tarantino movies at a young age and understand them. Mm-hmm. You probably shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Too young. I don't know. I grew up on Stephen King, so I have no gauge whatsoever. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's it's very. I was going to ask if I could relatable. borrow your gauge, but now, now I know that uh, you don't have yeah, one. If so. you want to be completely desensitized, right. yeah, you I was going to say I grew up on Goosebumps, but that's not nearly as. Oh, that's sweet. R.L. Stein, don't knock R.L. Stein. No, no, no. I loved Goosebumps. <laughs> I tried to give uh, a a big box of Goosebumps books to mm. my cousin, and uh, my aunt and uncle made them. Do out. away with the Goosebumps book and got them something better. What? And I thought Goosebumps was so tame when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was like, why can't they read Goosebumps? Like, I, I didn't give them Stephen King. I thought maybe that might be crossing the line, even though I thought they should yeah. watch it. Kids don't read on paper these days. <laughs> there were only like... Paper, what's that? In like the original Goosebumps series, there were like 60-something books. And I used to have them memorized in the order that they came oh, out. Wow. And oh, I think, wow. And then I think my parents suspected that I was on the autism scale. <laughs> and the jury's still out on that. <laughs> <laughs> Never did figure out. Yeah. <laughs> James, are you excited about the Goosebumps movie? Uh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know the shit out of that. I know Michael is. I didn't, I didn't know it was because of he that was, horrible. was a fan, though. Better. That was a better high five. Okay. <laughs> James, you get one point for a good high five. My hands are all sweaty. Ooh. Yeah. You should give yourself a point for that one. I give myself a point for that high five. <laughs> and Michael, you get an additional point for taking that high five like a man. <laughs> Do I get one for my high five with James too? Yes. Yes. You both get a point. Good. Wow. Wow. That's I am almost for you viewers to take away a point for that. Who, for your viewers who can't see, which is all Michael of you. Michael just caressed <laughs> yeah. James. Yes. I'm the, more just, face. I just felt what it, I just wanted to know what his beard would it feel like on my knuckles. It was a very tender caress. How was it? It was actually <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like if I could have yes. a dog made of your beard hair. It, it was I actually, it, it felt right. It felt you know? right. <laughs> I'm glad. New discoveries on well, this Well, guys, we are today. still having our reception in September. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, what you're invited. Oh, oh, My- yeah, Michael and James true. are getting married. Oh, mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Good. As you should. Continue the caressing, please. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It happened Actually, again. <laughs> very soft, even against the grain. Really please like... grow it out and dye it white. Like Ratings. Ratings. Yeah. 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 Ratings. Ratings. Let's Ratings. rate this son of a... <laughs> Bill. Bill. <laughs> this Ooh. son of a bro. Oh, actually, I, I do have one other thing I want to discuss. The pregnancy scene where she's finding out that yes. she's pregnant. That's a it. good part. I liked it. Yeah, I yeah. loved like the way she... That's another Tarantino thing where you have an action scene, but yet you're more enthralled by the dialogue that's happening and like seeing a f- uh, character logic their way out of the situation instead of kill their way out of it yeah i like the scene itself i don't really like where it came in the movie i felt like it yeah that's right uh, it's stre- you know the ending scene was like 45 minutes well long. it was I an f- unexpected like was... pregnancy to yeah. be fair <laughs> unexpected scene yeah it was unexpected so you gotta <laughs> things ratings <laughs> guys calm down it's just right, ratings oh, okay <laughs> it's not the other thing that no, we do don't, don't no no no, no the other that. thing i wouldn't don't 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 that's you guys 
I know it's a bit challenge no, 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 for you not, not yet don't say okay. it but Spoiler. we're just gonna wait for now we're not don't wait. say the c word but wait which c word the c word it's the name mm-hmm. of my boat <laughs> we already said we, a c word we apologize to your publicist <laughs> <laughs> sorry Elena. i love you forgive me <laughs> emily would you like to rate it first um, on what kind of rating scale? On a letter, a letter, letter like a school letter grade scale. Why don't we let her rate God. second? One of us will okay. go first. She'll she'll get the hang of but it. But she's not second rate. Yeah. Damn. Boom. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to write a rap? Are you like trying to figure out He's turns of phrasing? I'm there. sorry. I just figured out what a pun was. So. <laughs> Welcome. Wow. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. I uh, am a huge fan of Tarantino. I like every single one of his movies and this is probably my favorite one of his in addition to being one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I think the writing is phenomenal and you know, while it doesn't have the over the top action scenes of the first one, uh, it more than makes up for that with its quiet, more subtle moments. And uh, while it's a simple story, it's very effective and enthralling revenge film. And I'm going to give it an A plus. Yes. It basically just sounded like you just gave a blowjob to Quentin Tarantino. That no, nah, that didn't sound like a blowjob. I mean, there's, there are other <laughs> <laughs> James, take it from me. I know what blowjobs sound like. I listen to them. All, all right, the time. all right. Here's my rating. <laughs> really, really, James? That's the, that's I'm it. Sorry, that's that's you sounded says. more like someone with a stutter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I no well, I no comment. Was just God, g- 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 great. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, make it worse. Oh boy. Oh, God, that's it hurts. <laughs> uh, does that mean it's my turn? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're and if you could sound less fallacial, well, that would be great. Less fallacial. Okay. Totally, because I'm capable <laughs> of that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, um, I'm gonna give it a Q for Quentin Tarantino because no stupid motherfucking letter grade can come close to how good this freaking movie is. Right. I think on the scale, hey, that's Emily, an A+. Plus. What? Am I not, am what, I, is, what does that equate to? It equates to the awesomest thing ever. Okay. I'll and awesomest an is now a word. Hey! Hey! I mean, a Q. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of, for the sake of uh, numbering. Yeah. An A+. Plus. <laughs> Michael? Uh... I actually didn't love this movie the first time I saw it. I didn't really like either of the first two. Uh... The first time I saw it. This is the <laughs> second like, time I've seen this one. Strangle me. And I still haven't seen the first one a second time. Oh, that's why you didn't know that she knew, didn't know she had the baby. Yeah, I just don't remember no, a lot of it. It was a while ago. Sense. That said, this viewing of it, I liked it a lot more. Um, I mean, it's it, it struck me more as a Tarantino movie this time. I guess the first time I watched it, I just like maybe was half watching or something. I don't even remember. Yeah, if you half watch it, then. Yeah, you actually have to like, so, watch it. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's one of the top three or four Tarantino movies I've seen. Uh, but it's still a great Tarantino movie, so I'm going to give it an A. Uh, an A. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll go next. Um, Steven, why don't you go next? Okay. Steven, why don't you go? <laughs> we didn't get to talk too much about the martial arts, but I thought they were a little, it was a little too cutty. Like they cut a little, I would have liked to see like less cuts. Like Kid Cuddy? Kid Cuddy. Um, there was some, I, I loved the, the dialogue. I, I did think, however, like I said before, it, it is a little long. It could have been shorter. And I know that's his style, but also I, looking back, not too much happened in this movie compared to the first one. So it kind of loses a little bit for me for that and then just that weird i know it's just like a stylistic thing but how it started with a monologue of her in the car talking straight to the camera and they never do that again that 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 felt weird to me like it, it didn't even like really end with that like yeah they're looking at the camera but it's not the same i don't know a minus i thought you were about to bring the aspect the, ratio, the aspect ratio yeah. thing. i was like i was like here it goes affect your rating come on i i let that slide but it, you let it, it slide me. you are so generous we will, we will let quentin tarantino know that you let it slide this time. quentin it's james uh <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you off with this one warning tarantino but don't you mess with aspect ratios again um so yeah, I um I personally like 
the volume one Kill Bill a little bit more. Um, not solely because of the action sequences, but a lot of the part, uh, like the fucking Crazy 88 is like one of my yep. favorite action sequences of like any movie I've ever seen. Um, but uh, that being said, yes, this one uh, delves more deeply into characters. And I feel like um, in a lot of the scenes, there's something, and I, I don't know, I really need to watch the first one again, but I feel like in comparison, each scene has something like something magical that's happening that makes it more than what it is on paper. Um, and kind of, I, I really love how he plays with that. Um, I'm going to give it an A minus as well. I forgive you. <laughs> I, I was going to give it a B just you know, to be like, Hey, for Beatrix and for the bride. Oh, you're going to copy me? Excuse me? I, I do agree. Like, the first one like a lot more action and but it sets everything up so nicely you know actually one of my favorite parts of the first one is the uh the whole animated sequence that just yes. happens for like oh 10 15 minutes yes. god about yes. that oh, so cool god. why didn't i pick the first one to watch first <laughs> i'm I don't know. sorry guys why come back on the podcast i'm actually we'll not that sorry we're gonna go backwards yeah. because that's how we roll backwards. and then when the prequel comes out it makes sense for us <laughs> to we'll do it last <gasps> holy shit dude you just like figured it all out right wow <laughs> Well, we That's finished. how I watched the Star Wars movies, too. <laughs> Backwards? Backwards. You started with episode of. three with the prequels. Hmm? You went three, two, one. No, I go six, six five, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, <laughs> I should try and then that. You cry this a makes bit. no sense. <laughs> I saw that guy die at the beginning, but now he's just a little kid racing pods. <laughs> What's the deal with the Senate, right? And like, I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so what's our, what's our rating? We got an A. Guys, it's the challenge. 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 Get in on this. Just say challenge in a way. Challenge. So that's the, the C word we're yeah, talking yeah. about. It's yeah. not the other one. The challenge. Before you were saying it, you were just looking like you were offensive. just judging us. Like, <laughs> no, I was like trying to figure out what was happening. Like if like maybe my Diet Pepsi was you know something you and know I was what's just happening. <laughs> All of a sudden we're kicked. speaking with slow <laughs> like, motion and deep oh, voice. Oh, you guys. It's amazing. Steven has a goatee. Hey, that is weird. Yeah, it is out of the norm. Not that you guys can see that, I, except yeah, if you're I going on YouTube, which is starting right now, this video. Hey. I don't know. Steven's still turning on oh, wait, the camera. No, he's still turning on the camera. Nice. He's and got it. now. He's got it. He gave us the AOK sign. Guys, right. hey. we are live uh, <laughs> mid-podcast, mid but live. like at the start of a video. How's it going, YouTubers? YouTubers. Oh, they can't answer us back. Yurtubers. Mm. Look, we have a guest. Yurtubers. Look who we got. Did you just say uterus? No, I did not <laughs> say uterus. I said yurtubers, like Irma Gerd. Okay. Oh, gosh. Sounds very <laughs> similar to uterus. Emily, so, it's okay. I forgive what's, you. What's her challenge? Okay. The challenge <laughs> is... If we okay. let you down so many times <laughs> that you have to forgive us now at this point? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a very forgiving person. That's good. Um, all right. So the challenge is uh, in that scene where Beatrix is in there with... What's her name? It's... One, One-Eyed Oakley. One-Eyed Oakley, yes! <laughs> Daryl oh Hannah. God, Daryl Hannah. All right. <clears throat> Uma Thurman L is in is the her RV character's name. with Daryl Hannah, a.k.a. L. And, um, wait, no, this is before that. Sorry. It was the dude with the razor blade <laughs> necklace. Okay, yes. Dude Michael, with a razor... M Michael Madsen. God, you, why don't you explain this? You're way better than I am. We, You got this. We have confidence in you. To be fair... You. I'm just here for the assist, okay? Oh, okay. You're, you're We're good your crutches. assister. Yes. But you can still walk. But I can... Can I, though? I don't know. I did burst my tailbone. They gave me painkillers. It's the painkillers. What's the challenge? <laughs> Anyways, the challenge is when L is uh, in the process of killing Bill's brother in the RV, while he is dying of the Black Mamba's poison, she is slowly reading to him all of the effects of the neurotoxins that the Black Mamba is having on his body as he is slowly, like... Mm. deteriorating so the challenge is i want you guys to do something like l did um <laughs> talk somebody to death yes talk somebody to death with any death um i would can personally, we talk you to death uh you already can have. we address to you oh! <laughs> oh my god she talks so much shit <laughs> we're done Good joking. All right, we're happy. all the happy <laughs> After all those couple. assists I set up for you? It was out of love, I swear. Oh, unreal. <laughs> I hate you guys. It was out Can of I love. Can I blame it on the painkillers, Dan? 
Uh, I would prefer if you like did you it in like, like a rap voice. Sound like we my mom. That. You sound like my mother. Can I blame it on Wait, the painkillers? <laughs> you would prefer it if we did it like a rap, like a rap voice? Yeah, I don't know who suggested that. Like beforehand, I we think were talking no one. about. <laughs> no, one. Think no, 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 that I was the painkillers. That's definitely did. the painkillers. No, no, no. Somebody totally suggested something like you guys rapping something. Oh shit! I didn't rhyme anything. No, no you so. don't have to rhyme anything. It's okay. Also, just, let's just not. Talk me let's not do it like a rap. Let's just ignore that part that she just said and all not get points on next that time next time this is a note for future me to cut that part out of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> um all righty who wants to go first i'll go first. james wants to go first i want to go first all right james let's hear okay, it I, <laughs> I apologize in advance because this is going to be really gross but i was thinking snake snake something okay i got it all right <clears throat> let me get into character here you feel that Ever felt something like that before? That's a lamprey grabbing onto your taint. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This ain't going to be pretty. It won't be long before it's burrowed its way deep inside your butthole. It's going to be a long, slow process. But hey, that's just the cost of double-crossing me. This is the beginning. Soon, it'll be wriggling through your insides until it finds your heart. You ever heard of the uh, five-point exploding heart technique? This is like that times, like a huge number, like like fifty fifty thousand or something. They're gonna say like fifty five. <laughs> Anyways, it's gonna be hell. Have fun with that. I'll just be over here masturbating. That's it. I feel like 4chan would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like God. I hope my dad's not listening to this episode. <clears throat> James, dad, please listen to this episode. Michael? He won't hear that. Does he he's speaking te- no, she's speaking telepathically. So yes. I need to yeah. do something. Like Jean Grey, man. I got my shit done. <laughs> did, you, did you want to award points now or at the end? At the end. Okay, yeah. cool. Gotta hear them all. They say the brain can only handle so much before completely giving out. Your capacity for anything is finite. The human brain can shield itself from an astonishing amount of trauma, but I found the fastest way to destroy it. As you lie there, blood rushing from your nose, foaming at the mouth and convulsing. You now know that the Big Bang Theory Season 5 DVD I got you for Christmas was my way of saying I want you dead. And now here you are, halfway through the first episode, and your brain has exploded inside your own skull. I am merciful, though. I didn't even make you sit through an episode with Soft Kitty. (laughs) Damn. I'll I'll just be over here masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> That's just gonna how it's all gonna end that way, right? You know, for for someone who grew up with uh, Stephen King, it looked like Emily was having a tough time uh, sitting through that one. She's, oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. you know that was just like the and I don't most blame you. morbid thing. Ever. I don't blame you. That's pretty horrifying. <laughs> all righty, who's next? I'll go since Stephen's still holding the camera. You feel that? <laughs> hey. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I copied please, that from you. No, no, take the voice. It's good. You feel that? Oh, I'm sorry. You can't answer me because you have a giant tentacle shoved down your throat. Wow. That is that thing on your face with its tentacle down your throat? Yeah. It's pretty obvious what its name is. It's a face hugger. <laughs> what it's going to do? This is, this is not even the worst of what it's going to do to you. See what it's doing down there. It's implanting a baby alien in your stomach. Hmm, alien, that's, that's a word you don't get to use that often in conversation. <laughs> alien, that's a fun one. And what that alien's going to do, well, you're going to give birth to it. But not the normal way. You're going to give birth to it by it bursting out of your stomach. Through all of the, the ribs and the bones and the cartilage and... <laughs> Muscle. Blood and muscle. It's going to make its way through all that. How? With its very sharp teeth. Hmm. Very. That's that's an interesting word. <laughs> well, actually, you get to use, use, use very pretty often. Very often, I would say. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Were you Ryan? just telling her that she's pregnant? Is that what that was? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Okay. You, right. have, you have a parasite. Yeah. Well, I gotta follow that up. Um, okay, someone make should have gone first. <laughs> should have gone first. Someone make fight noises like we're we're gonna do the end of a fight, and then no, I'll put me that. into my monologue. Oh my god! You're so pretty. Now you're on the ground, and it's monologue time. 
You know, the human body is a funny thing, how strong it is sometimes, how weak it is others. They say a human bone is structurally more sound than concrete. But that really doesn't matter. Look up. Okay, that is a, that is a 10-ton anvil right there. <laughs> I don't care what. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to fall on you. I'm not going to do this poison thing. I'm not going to lecture you about how it's going to be 15 minutes or 20 minutes or talk about the word gargantuan. It's just going to fall on you. Splat. That's it. There's no suffering. You're just dead. Like, as soon as I leave. Just, and, but the thing is, I'm not even really going to leave because everyone usually talks and then leaves. I'm, I'm going to make sure you're dead. It's going to fall on you. I'll be sure. And then I leave. Because I think if I just leave you there, even if I shoot you through the head or something, you'll come back and I'll regret it. And I really should have done this right the first way. So I'm just going to do it right now. So. That's all. All right. Steven is doing the Charleston out of the room. Does that mean I get to do ratings now? Yes. Oh, points. points. But either that, let's re-rate that, the that's movie. That's what I meant. I meant, I meant points. I meant points. I have to start with you, Stephen, because right. um, your <laughs> your monologue reminded me of that one episode of Rick and Morty when <laughs> they get to the the women's planet. Oh yeah. They're about to die or be executed, and the chick's like, "No, actually, there's no complicated way. We're just yeah. gonna drop that big boulder yeah. on you." But <laughs> oh, I didn't want to admit it. Yeah. So you get ten points just Woo! because I found it hilarious. You bastard, Ryan. You get 10 points because you appealed to my love of Alien. And you knew it. I knew it. You knew it. I knew and what I, was I doing. cannot deny that. So yeah. you get 10 points. Thank you. You too, Jen. Oh. <laughs> I love the look in your eye. You're like, what did we do? I feel so helpless in this moment. Uh, like, let me just eat my last Your last tomato? Tomato. Um, I thought you guys both did a really good job, James and Michael. I'll give you both eight points, but it wasn't as awesome as theirs. And eight is being generous, and it's nothing against you guys. Wow, it's that just, was the mean part. It's just that that they somehow knew how to <laughs> appeal to my brain. Wait, how, is the, how did his appeal to yours? Well, just because it reminded me of Rick and Morty, and that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> he should Should've probably. Gone, so it's I mean, he psychically, should have gone with the Rick and Morty one. I was thinking of. <laughs> should have gone with it. <laughs> Michael, what's our uh, final points tally? Guys, you're not going to believe this. Stephen wins. Yes. <laughs> and I Wait, came in last. What's the? Uh, what's, yes. Yeah, go sixteen to seventeen it's... to seventeen to twenty-one. Does Sorry, can you yes! happen? Oh, I usually 16, lose. 16, Michael. Really? Yeah. Oh, 17 James. for James and I. It might be because you're the fellow Marcellus. Yeah, 21. And then four for Emily. No, she, she actually came in last, right? Negative. I should. She had negative four. Negative four? Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then okay. she gained one back, so she had negative three. And yeah. then Matt had 10. Oh, Matt had 10. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, oh, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for Matt. playing. Thanks, Matt. All right. Congrats, Steven. Uh, too bad you won on a week where it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, normally, yeah, I would be, this would be the part where I pick a movie and I don't. But <laughs> one thing, no, but like, seriously, I can't let this podcast end without asking Emmy about martial arts. Because we usually segue a little bit more into like, oh, how the martial arts in this movie? We didn't talk, talk about it too much. We kind of did. Well, I want to like, bit. we have like, I want I want to like know a little bit of her history. He wants to filibuster. Yeah. Filibuster. Filibuster. Yeah. Filibuster despite the fact that he won. That word. I he like wants it. he wants to filibuster so full. <laughs> he wants to find a buster and just fill it. God damn it. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, That's horrible. Please keep going. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> What's your question? I'll oh, yeah. Buster on just like, what, 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 how long? You, when? Did, how did you get started in martial arts? What kind of stuff did you train in? Uh, you said I you do stunt work. I just, you know, I synopsis about it all. Started in taekwondo in like '95 or '96. Uh, I took taekwondo for about five years. I got my first degree black belt in taekwondo, and then I went into American Kempo. Um, I trained in that for a while, and then I ended up traveling a lot because when I, <laughs> I had, I moved to New York. I lived there for five years before I moved to Los Angeles and lived here for five years. So as you can imagine, I trained in a lot of different dojos and, uh, you know, dojangs mm -hmm. and every other word for training center mm -hmm. that you can think of. Um, Wing Chun is one of my personal favorites. American Kenpo, those two are what I love the most. Um, I've also trained in uh, Muay Thai, a little bit of boxing, a little bit of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, 
and uh, most notably uh, Taurus, which is not actually considered a martial art uh, in the traditional way, but it is actually used as a pre-deployment training for people who are, well, you know, they they do a lot of training for law enforcement, for uh, special forces and black ops, and they basically have these seminars where you have to sign a 20-page non-disclosure agreement before you go in there. So tell us about that. I can't. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, it's called Taurus. um, It was very, very enlightening, and I strongly advise any martial artist to go and try it. Taurus, if you dude. can, they do a very thorough background check. So if you've been in trouble with the law, you can't do it. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, Steve. Sorry, Does that Steve. include oh, like man. speeding tickets? Probably not, because I've gotten a speeding ticket and they let me in for some strange reason. <laughs> do you have problems <laughs> with the law that you want to talk about? No, I actually don't. I'm not that awesome. Well, <laughs> I go home and read at night. What do you want? From me? <laughs> <laughs> but you read about like how to crack a safe, right? No. I just read Mr. Mercedes. That was pretty awesome. I'm trying to make you sound like a badass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> totally. <laughs> no, it's too late. Yeah, it well. is. <laughs> awesome. That's what, yeah. I, that's what I wanted to know. That's all I wanted that's, to know. Yeah. Martial arts. You talk. can leave now. And I encourage everybody to train in martial arts for yes. the discipline and the self-defense and just find a good place to train because there's a lot of bullshit out there. Thank you very much. In every corner, I see some another dojo you know yeah. well i've started up with this ufc gym that you have already shit talked to shred <laughs> okay no i have not shit talked the ufc gym i haven't gone there you do should. i look like i exercise <laughs> <laughs> well right, you did so ask me what the little tomatoes were. i did i had to email her yesterday i was like what snack do you want and she was like cherry tomatoes and then i was like there's a thing called cherub tomatoes is that the same <laughs> and then she was like Probably. I was like, I probably shouldn't be asking the guest about like snacks I don't know about. Like as long as they're little tomatoes, they're fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Awesome. That's it. So Michael, you do actually get to pick the movie for next week. And I do. You, you did already pick one, but there are some extenuating circumstances, I believe. There are. Uh we were going to watch The Fly next week, uh, which I was very excited about and will be a an upcoming pick very soon. Uh, but in light of uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper's death uh, a few days ago, uh, I'm changing my pick to They Live, the John Carpenter movie starring Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great one. So we're going to watch that next week instead. Excellent. Rest in peace, Rowdy. Mm. Miss you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you guys check out They Live if you have or if you haven't. Either way, and uh, write us in, fuarock at gmail.com. Tweet us at fuarock podcast. Check out our Facebook, facebook.com slash from under a rock. Um, iTunes. iTunes. If you're listening to us on iTunes, we'd sure appreciate it if you go over there, review us, and subscribe and rate, and leave some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, also, oh. what about uh, beards? Stroking beards? Stroking beards. Stroking beards. Uh, well, I'd, I don't have much experience with that if you want to tell them about that uh, you can stroke beards at your local james James. venue (laughs) your local james (laughs) your local james um but uh you know michael we also had a a little contest for the last couple weeks we did we did it had a (laughs) whopping turnout it did (laughs) so uh yeah but but i think i think it's uh our our email is yeah it was a good one i think it's deserving yeah of a contest victory. Uh, so so Matt, the winner of the uh, It Follows digital copy will be the Nigerian prince yep. that emailed us <laughs> and asked for our account number so he could send us millions of dollars. We really appreciate that, by We the way, do prince. appreciate it. You're great. We will use that money for great things. No, Matt. Matt's the winner. Oh, he yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, he was the other email. For his uh, email about Tarantino's educational points. film education. So congratulations. We will be in contact with you, Matt, and we will get your digital no, copy. No, we won't. I'm not returning his calls. <laughs> he's going to be like, hey, you owe me a thing. I'll be like, uh, who is this? New we, phone. we will get who, you your digital copy of It Follows, uh, or Michael will be fired from podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. Uh, I'll, can I just take a pay cut instead? You guys already overpay me. Like no tomatoes for you. <laughs> That's <laughs> sorry. I didn't even have one yet. You didn't? No. 
I don't have a fucking I don't, tomato. I don't want one. He, no, That's he's cut off. Healthy. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. My bad. Uh, anything else? Is that gonna, um, that gonna do it? Emily, where can we check out your stuff? Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, well, <laughs> you, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash music by Emmy. Emmy is with two I's, E-M-I-I. Um, I currently have a single on the top 40 charts that is number 10 on the hot singles sales charts on billboard All right. um i just wrapped a film which is a modern version of macbeth and i got to be one of the three witches which was awesome, awesome. um and a lot of other cool stuff is happening and uh talk to me about nerd stuff because that's where i live fantastic that's where you live yes Perfect. That, that is my home. Nerd, One, nerd stuff. 1025 nerd oh, stuff. Oh, and Geeks Who Drink. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm yeah, such an right. asshole. I did, <laughs> uh, if you haven't already checked it out. Oh, there's a camera right there. People are like, yeah, I mm-hmm. know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the Sci-Fi Channel, Thursdays, uh, Thursday evening. I can't remember the time. Please don't kill me. Uh, Geeks Who Drink, hosted by Zachary Levi. I was on the first pilot episode, and it's still airing, and it's freaking awesome. And it makes me happy that geeks are accepted now, because when I was a kid... I got. They're gonna rule the world. Like freaking. They're gonna rule the world. Well, no. Here's the thing. We're the geeks now, and I'm not gonna really have any part in ruling the world. But you might. No, but it's like it's like acceptable now. Like nobody's gonna throw gum in my hair for liking Star Wars now. (laughs) I might. If you do, I'll kill you. I know. (laughs) Did you hear her martial arts history? I I now know that there's repercussions. Excuse me. Anyways, uh, ending on that note. That's all I have to say. I won't throw gum in your hair. Well, thank Thank you. you. Again, thank you so much for coming on and talking to yes, us and, and, much. and having us watch Kill Volume 2, one of my favorites of all time. So, really appreciate it. That's going to do it, I guess. <laughs> that, I wasn't <laughs> making a point. That was just me going, <gasps> guys, let's wrap this thing up so that's, we can turn the AC back on. Yeah, I want to eat the tomatoes. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Let's go around the table one last time. I'm James McAnally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stephen Stoop and the Burb Suburban's Rita the Jerk. Nailed it. You went in front of the mirror and practiced a little bit, huh? Yeah, just a bit. Oh, I usually go last, but I'm Ryan Evans. I'm Emily Rose Morrison, a.k.a. Emmy. Hell yeah. I'm Michael (laughs) Ornelas, a.k.a. Mike Bourbon, wrapping things up for another episode. Sitting around. Of sitting around. From under a rock. Not the rock, not Dwayne Johnson. We are not affiliated, but we would love affiliation. Not, Dwayne, if you're not, listening. Not Iraq, not, that joke, not the man, country. No, no, just but, never but gets seriously, old. Dwayne Johnson, if you're listening, please come on our podcast. You are you have great apps. And he that does, smile, I does. melt. I melt at that smile. We're going to have to email him. Do you I, have his email? Is that a thing that hey, you? Hey, Relina. <laughs> would you would you I stop the world? Would you stop the world and melt with him? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, most likely. You Sorry, James. If the Rock takes me and our reception is off, totally understandable. He can eat ten pizzas like by himself in a single sitting. Okay, I well, can there eat ten go. pizzas. First by of all, myself. it's seven and it's only on his cheat day. I'm wearing a pizza shirt. Come on. Dwayne Johnson, I challenge you to a pizza. I, I, have, a, I have a pizza body. Is that a thing? Yes, it is a thing, and you have it. It is very much a thing.